This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Unnecessary roughness. Unnecessary roughness. I think this, that somewhere within the first five to ten plays of the game, the other team's quarterback must go down. And he must go down hard. It's unnecessary roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Big hole. First down. End zone. Touchdown. Touchdown, Raiders. Would you believe it? This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy, Q. And here we are kicking off hour number three of Unnecessary Roughness right here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Celebration of the life and times of the great Al Davis. It's been a lot of fun on today's show, just sharing all the memories that we've been hearing from multiple fans, listeners, a former head coach and Hugh Jackson joined the show. I mean, just a lot of great feedback we've heard throughout the course of the day. Jim Plunkett earlier this morning. And now we get to hear from Marcel Reese. And Marcel Reese is uh, a big fan favorite, a uh, big longtime Raider, still with the organization and great ambassador of the team as well. And I'm sure he's going to be at the Aces game with Mark Davis a little bit later on this evening. Marcel, welcome to the show, my man. I appreciate it, Q. Thanks for having me. Yes. You know, I've got to tell you, it, it, it really sounds good to hear Raider Nation Radio uh, before a segment starts. That sounds really good, i got to tell you. Thank you, thank you. Well, we have a, a great time here, man. It's a fun, fun radio station. We like to do this each and every day, and we like to have uh, great guests on as you're, like yourself. And so uh, we're celebrating... Al Davis, and of course, he I know he means the world to you. Uh, you wear the Al Davis shirt. I know the last time we talked, you, I said, hey, underneath your jersey, used to wear it. You said, I still wear the Al, jersey, uh, the Al shirt. Uh, what, what does Al Davis mean to you? What does today mean to you? Man, you know, that's, 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 a, that's a really good question. But, you know, in a nutshell, Al means everything to me. You know, Al changed my life forever. And not only mine, he changed countless lives. Um, by the, just the way he did things, stand up for what he believed in, and encouraging others to do the same. Um, and listen, you can see the same same gifts and attributes in Mark Davis as well. You know, mm-hmm. standing for what he believes in and encouraging others to do the same. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. And you know, one of the things we were talking to Coach Hugh Jackson, and I asked him what made Al be able to, uh, uh, you know, uh, not evaluate talent, but see talent in people when others weren't able to see them. And you, I mean, you started out, you were in Miami, you know, you, that's where that's where you signed first, and then you came to the Silver and Black. What was those conversations like when you joined the Raiders and you sat down and talked with uh, Mr. Davis? You know, most most of my my stories uh, with pops I keep private, but uh, but that's one that that has been that has been well documented. Uh, you know, during the drafts I, I signed with Miami, uh, but I had a pre-draft meeting and and visit in Oakland and Alameda with uh, the great Al Davis, and he told me I was going to be a Raider, <laughs> and about I would say twelve to eighteen hours. After I left Miami, I signed with the Raiders. I told my agent I was going to sign with the Raiders, and Al Davis called me and said, I told you you'd be a Raider. (laughs) And, you know, the rest was kind of history. Right. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. That, that's the that's the fun part of what we're doing today is hearing these stories from from people like you that were right there firsthand side by side with them and, you know, just shared a, a lot of conversations with them and, and uh, just a sharp football mind, but also just a sharp mind in general. I mean, the, the guy was uh, like you said, he, he encouraged you to, to stand up for what you believed in, but just had such leadership skills, Marcel. Absolutely. Absolutely. When you you know, you, you speak about his eye for talent and way of seeing things. Um, 
when when you love something, you sacrifice things to make it successful, make it work. You spend time, you invest in it. And he invested into the Raiders. And I'm talking about I'm not talking about financially, I'm talking about emotionally, I'm talking about mentally. He put everything he had. He loved ball. And that's one thing that you you would always know about Al Davis. He reeked of football. And when you just spoke to him, you could hear his passion about football. And and not only his passion, but his knowledge. He had both of them. And it was so important to this franchise and the NFL as a whole. And Marcel, you've been uh, an ambassador of the Raiders forever. And uh, the the Raider fan base embraces you. We, we see you out around town all the time with the silver and black. And it's always awesome. Why has it always been so important for you to always represent the Raiders? Man, because the Raiders, being a Raider is not just being a football player. It's not just being a fan. It's not just putting on a silver helmet or a black jersey. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle of, again, standing up for what you believe in, loving your family, loyalty, being loyal to those in your family. It's about doing anything and everything possible to help your team, your family succeed and be great. It's about commitment to excellence. Um, and, and that is just the epitome of my life, of the city and the, the neighborhood that I grew up in. And it, it stands for everything that I believe in. You know, I'm a right. Raider. My kids are Raiders. My wife is a Raider. And um, that's what it's all about for me. Like, this is a lifestyle. It's not just a team. Right. Uh, it's not just having fair-weather fans or, or cheering someone on or scoring touchdowns. It's the way we live. Talking right now with Marcel Reese here on Unnecessary Roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. And you mentioned the fan base, and, and I always like to talk about Raider Nation because without them, I mean, we don't have a radio station, you know, but Raider Nation is so special. And one of the things that I said, and, and you know it, is in, in Oakland at the Coliseum, we would go there as fans. I would go across that bridge, and as fans, it didn't matter what you looked like. It didn't matter what tax bracket you came from. It didn't matter what gender you were. It didn't. Once the silver and black took the field, we were all one big family as as fans, and, and that's you know what I mean it's just it was different, Marcel. And that's, I I try to tell fans all the time: all you have to do is go experience one Raider game, and you'll become a fan that 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 easily. Absolutely, you know people that 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 come to Raider games and say this is going to be my first game coming. I always tell them: I say it's going to be good to cheer, but find a moment to really look around and embrace what is happening around you. Embrace yourself being into this culture, into this family of, of, of the Raider Nation. Like, that's so important, and people miss that moment sometimes, but you have to embrace it because you got to know that no matter, like you said, you, no matter what someone looks like, no matter where they come from, football and Raiders bring people together like nothing else. Yes, absolutely. So so well spoken right there, talking to Marcel Reese here on Unnecessary Roughness. My man, Demond had a question he wanted to ask you. Go ahead, Demond. Yeah, Marcel, earlier we had on Hugh Jackson, and we talked to, to him about that win against the Houston Texans and his emotions and mm. his thoughts through that throughout that game. Can you give us your emotions and what you were feeling against that win of the Texans? Um, wow. Um, you know, I, I, that, that's one that, that, uh, that I'm definitely going to keep to myself and to my teammates. Uh, because at that time, I can tell you, we all just kind of embraced ourselves after Michael Huff uh, sealed the game with that interception in the end zone. Mm -hmm. um, but it was definitely a special win for us. Um, and and there's, been a, there's been a lot of those wins throughout the history of the Raiders. You know, you can go back to Monday Night Football when we first had fans 
uh, in the building here in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium. Um, you can you can even you can go back to games in the Coliseum, games in L.A. It, it, there's been a lot of those games, but that that afternoon in Houston mm-hmm. was um, was a huge one for us all, definitely. It was, it was, and, and I, I talked to Coach Jackson about it, and I said, hey, you guys had 10 guys physically on the field, but there was no doubt about it in my mind. As a fan, there was no doubt that Al Davis's presence was right there on that field when that interception happened. Uh, uh, Pops is present with us every single day at every single game, and, uh, you know, those who know him, can, can, when you know, you know. Right. Um, and and he's, always, he's always with us no matter what, he, and he won't leave us. That's how loyal he is, and that's the loyalty that, that Mark has as well. Right. No, he does, and he's done a heck of a job and uh, just love the direction that the organization is going, loving everything he's got going on in Las Vegas. And I mentioned, Marcel, at the beginning of this, I'm sure you're going to be courtside at uh, the Aces game a little on later this evening. Uh, how pumped up is the owner? How pumped up is Mark and yourself about uh, this game that uh, winner go home for the Aces? Listen, everybody's excited. All of Las Vegas should be excited. Listen, all we got to do is we have to go get a win. It's going to be a tough one. It's going to be an exciting one. It needs to be a packed building. You know, we have 6 p.m. Michelob Ultra uh, Arena mm-hmm. at the uh, convention center, and it's going to be exciting, man. You know, Phoenix is a tough team, but uh, I think the girls are ready. You know, I think, you know, you got Chelsea Gray and, and uh, you know, Asia, and we got Liz and Kelsey mm-hmm. and Jackie and Roquana. <laughs> Everybody's ready to go. The girls are ready to play. Um, it's going to be an exciting game, and uh, it'll be fun. You know, we got to get to the finals and bring a ring to Las Vegas. No doubt, no doubt. How how awesome was it, though, after game one or during game one when the whole team just about was out there and they were on the court throwing out uh, T-shirts and the environment there at Michelob Ultra? That's another thing, Marcel. I tell people, if you go to one Aces game, you're going to go back because that environment is incredible. That's, and that's the whole point. You know, people just got to show up for the first time, and I, I guarantee you're going to come back. The environment is great. The people are, are, are unbelievable. The, the fan base is phenomenal. It's, it's, it's the same fan base. It's the, it's the nation coming together and supporting other family members of the nation. You know, we're all one around here. We're going to create a phenomenal, fantastic community around each other here in Las Vegas. This is a sports town now, baby. Right. It really is. It really is. We're all blessed to be here and be a part of it, and and I appreciate just being a very small part of it as well. And, of course, the Raiders organization, uh, Mark Davis and everyone and yourself, and just this has been a a fun ride, man. It really really has. Hey, Q, you can't can't sell yourself short now, Q. You're the voice we we need on the radio now. Don't sell yourself (laughs) short. You're a big part of it. Well, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. It's all about Raider Nation. I, I, I love hearing from Raider Nation, you know, because that's that's who I am. I'm just a I'm just a guy at the Coliseum crossing the bridge. <laughs> you know, that's 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 who I am. But Marcel, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for sharing some some thoughts on on the great Al Davis and, and I'm sure I'll see you tonight at the game. Absolutely, Q. Have a great time. I appreciate you having me on. Go Aces, go Raiders, just win, baby. There it is, right there. Greatness. Marcel Reese. And he said it right, just win, baby. It's about the Aces, it's about the Raiders, and uh, this is this is a lot of fun, you know. And, and I, I don't say, you know, that I'm a small part of this. I don't say that trying to sell myself short, but I, I do want Raider Nation to know that it's way more than about any of us here uh, behind the microphones here in this building. It is about you. The, the, what did Marcel say at the very beginning? It's great to hear Raider Nation Radio. It is. That's what it's all about. And so that's why I love to get feedback. It doesn't matter if it's a text message, a tweet, a call. It is all about you because this, for me, this all started as a kid sitting in the Coliseum with my homeboy Daniel. Me and Daniel. Matter of fact, I think Daniel's going to be out here in a couple weeks. He, he was my guy. 
We used to cross the bridge. We'd buy some tickets. We'd sell some tickets. And we'd buy some more. We'd get in there. We'd go and watch the game. That's what it was all about. And then I'd go somewhere to the barbershop probably and talk trash to whoever, <laughs> whoever would listen. I'd go talk trash. That's how it all started. Everyone has their start. Everyone gets started a certain certain way. That's how it all started for me. It's funny. I went back to the to the Bay when the Raiders played the 49ers in the preseason game, and I went to my barbershop, Gums Barbershop, right there in, uh, in Hayward. Matter of fact, it's where Eric Allen used to take him. Uh, him and his son used to go there. There was many. Ricky Dudley used to go to Gums Barbershop. There were so many uh, Raiders. Charles Woodson used to go to Gums Barbershop. We used to see everyone in there. But every Saturday morning, dog, I'll tell you, it was packed like sardines in there early, right? Because everyone wants to get their hair cut. We'd have 49er fans in there. You'd have you'd always have some off brand too. There'd be some, you know, like Charger fan or you know, some 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 <laughs> some off brand, you know. <laughs> you make off brand sound like it ain't even a real league. I know, that they're a fan I, know of. I know, that was disrespectful, but you get what back I'm saying. Back in like XFL days. Yeah. Like, what you reference the XFL? What are you talking about? He hate me. <laughs> <laughs> I sure do like he hate me. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He good and all, but yeah, yeah. The boys in the XFL different. <laughs> right, right. They just built different. No, but we would be in there, man, and and someone would start, you know, chirping and start talking. And I was always that dude. I was always that dude that had enough knowledge in my head about whatever we were arguing about that I was going to win the argument. I was going to win You it. know what? That's what kept me out of a lot of barbershop arguments because it's just like, I, I ain't got time. I'm not embarrassed people, but it's just like, that ain't, that ain't what happened. And it's just like, but I'm not, but when people get so into it, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be well actually guy when somebody, you hey, know, look, saying some things wrong. So. I would be the one that would light you up for saying something wrong. Yeah, but you I'm like, I mean? yo, I ain't going to be that guy. You know what? I'm going to let you have it. That would be me. I got the I got a 49er fan one time. Me and this 49er fan, we were going, I mean, we were going at it. It was great, right? He was in the chair, too. And I was sitting there <laughs> waiting to get cut. So, I I mean, I had free reign. Like, he couldn't really move too much because you can't move. You, get, you know, mess up your haircut. I got him when I said, man, have you even seen your team's official team colors? And he said, official team colors? Like red and gold? I was like, nah, man, look in your manual, homeboy. Crimson and flamme. What the hell is a flamme? Man, that dude shut up. He was done. He was Because he couldn't answer it. What the hell's a flamme? My boy Corey, too, loud. Corey's super loud. Corey started dying. And it wasn't even funny, but he just started dying. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know when you have the homeboy that's hyping up. Is he also a Raider fan? No, is he just your boy? Actually, it's just my boy. Corey is actually a Ravens fan. Believe it or not, he's he's from the heart of Oakland. He's a Ravens fan. But that's you know, so he was just like get him. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was always my hype man too. So he had my back. So you'll meet Corey one day. You don't know what Flam A is, man. And we got on him, and we kept saying it so many times. We said it so many times that my man was. I mean, he almost got embarrassed. He didn't know if I was cursing him. He didn't know if I was giving him a slur. He didn't. I mean, you know, he didn't know. First what off, it. I don't know what that means. <laughs> so I'm gonna take it as disrespect. Exactly. You say Flynn May one more time, right? We, we gonna, gonna be talking about no haircut, right? Exactly. That's <laughs> man. I got on his helmet so bad. It was man. It was done. It was done after that. <laughs> and then you know you got Raiders in the building. I mean, you got like like I said, Ricky Dudley's in the building. You got Eric Allen. So then we start. Man, Ricky Dudley will run through that cat, you know, and and of course, you know, Dudley's sitting right next to him in the next chair, and so he ain't gonna say like, no, he's not, because he said so. You know, you gotta be strategic too. You know, like I, I ain't no dummy. I don't take no knife to a gunfight. Yeah, <laughs> you and know I don't what I'm I don't care how bad you think you are. You ain't about to sit there right next to a player and be like, that, you ain't even that good, bro. Yeah, right, right. I right. know you made it to the league and all. You might start a couple. You just big for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I went to a cat that should have went to high school. He should have, you know, he could have went to the league. You know, 
He just didn't have grades. Yeah, man. <laughs> he went to a little Juco, but he just went for him. You know, coach didn't want to play him. Uh, coach but, didn't like him. Yeah, man. But you, yeah, Ricky Dudley. Who Ricky, man? <laughs> oh, good stuff. Good stuff. 318 is the time. Many thanks to Marcel Reese for joining us right there. Uh, Raider Nation, we want to hear from you. We absolutely want to hear from you on this day. What are your thoughts on Al Davis? What are your thoughts on this upcoming game? Got the three and one Raiders. Got the two and two Bears. One o'clock kickoff, nine twenty. Uh, Raider Nation Radio, nine twenty is where you can hear the game. Of course, what are you signaling to me now? Oh, I just wanted to let them know if they want to also win some of these prizes that we still got to oh, give away get in this hour. Yeah. Okay, maybe if somebody else wants to go to that Dropkick Murphy concert. Okay, we'll do that at three forty. Okay, at three forty, we'll give out some more tickets. Thank you, Demond, for that. I, I like that. You're 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 my quarterback today. Three eighteen is the time. We're coming on back, but we want to hear from you. Seven zero two three six five ninety two hundred and the Salmon Ash text line six nine one eight seven keyword R and R. This is Raider Nation Radio nine twenty. What does it mean to be a Raider? What to you? What does it mean to be a Raider? Man, being a Raider is not just being a football player. It's not about the just the jersey or just the just the helmet. It's about a lifestyle. It's about it's about loyalty. It's about doing whatever you have to do to help your brothers, to help your family. That's what it's all about. It's never putting yourself above the shield. That's what being a raider is all about. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio nine twenty. Here's your boy Q. Three twenty three is the time. Just about. Almost a little less than 40 minutes left in today's show. It's been action-packed. Had a lot of good guests as we're celebrating the life of Val Davis. Of course, something had to come up today, right? That was going to kind of derail everything and make you kind of go a little bit sideways. And before I get into any kind of conversation about anything that's being put out in the media right now by multiple outlets... I will tell you, I don't know a lot of details. (laughs) I'll throw that out there immediately. I don't know a lot of details, but there is conversation. There are reports. Vinny Bonsignor from In the Huddle, he's put out an article about some phrase that head coach John Gruden used in a 2010 email, 2011, excuse me, email, talking about NFL players, union chief, DeMarcus Smith. Um, And according to Vinny's email, um, he said, I don't, Gruden said, I don't think he's dumb. I don't think he's a liar. I don't have a racial bone in my body. And I've proven that for 58 years. Um, guess he was, he said he was, he called what it says in the email or what the, our legend it says in the email is Gruden wrote dumb Morris, dumb Boris Smith has lips the size of Michelin tires. So obviously not a good look. I don't know. What's going to happen? I have no idea what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen as far as the conversation around it. I don't. But and the only reason I'm even saying anything, and I don't really want to even talk about it today because I really want to just celebrate Al Davis today, uh, is because Mark Davis did put out a statement. So I'm just going to read the statement, and then I'm going to go on. Uh, the statement from Mark Davis says, The content of an email regarding Demora Smith from John Gruden when he worked for ESPN 10 years ago is disturbing and not what the Raiders stand for. We were first made aware of the email late yesterday by a reporter and reviewing it along with other materials provided to us today by the NFL. We're addressing the material with, or we're, we're addressing the matter with Coach Gruden and we'll have no further comment at this time. That's from uh, Raiders owner, Mark Davis. So he, they put that statement out there and there you go. So. 702-365-9200. Definitely going to get a little bit of uh, you know feedback, I'm sure. Okay, yes, you're right about that. And I just want to put out the disclaimer. Callers, please express yourself however you want, but please make sure it's clean. 
That's all I ask. <laughs> right. DeMond wants to make sure his job is not uh is is not harder that's than it needs like, to be. That's all you can be as impassionate as you want to be. Right. Just and make sure it's clean. And again, that's all that anyone knows as far as this whole thing goes. And so I'm not going to go and, you know, have a big old long slander whatever type thing cuz I don't know any more details than what has just been said right there. So 702-365-9200. Let's talk to Rich. Rich is in Oakland, I believe. Rich, what's on your mind this afternoon? Up, Q. Chilling, man, chilling. Yeah, so uh, Gruden's getting grilled right now on Raiders Twitter and Twitter in general. You know, from those comments, I'm not, I'm not gonna get too deep into it, but I hope this doesn't doesn't affect our game on Sunday. Like, I personally don't think Gruden is a racist. Right. I think that his comments were irresponsible, even though they were 11 years ago. And what makes this all situation funny timing is not a funny, not funny at all what he said, but gotcha. funny timing because uh, Demaris Smith was going to lose his job. You know what I mean? He was already going to lose his job as being an NFL executive, and now this news drops. So basically, it's, it's, it's kind of sketchy timing, but it doesn't excuse what Gruden said at all. And like I said, people are on, on Twitter right now calling him a racist, talking right. about fire Gruden. That's not going to happen. Gruden's not going to get fired. I don't think he's a racist. I think he messed up. He needs to own up to it. Right. You know what I mean? The, the timing is kind of sketchy. I just hope it doesn't affect our team chemistry. I don't want him to lose. Remember, you just giving me vibes like that Washington 2017 <laughs> game. 2017, yep. Man, I hope that's not the case because this is a huge game. We need to get a dub. And there's never – man, Ra- being a Raider fan is just – it's something else, ain't it? Right. No matter what, something happens – all the time, two days away from the biggest game that we had in so long, and this ends up happening. Like I said, it's inexcusable for Gruden to say that. I don't think he's a racist. And, uh, man, I hope he speaks to the locker room and the locker room. You know, they need to have a meeting. He needs to explain what happened, and he needs to, like, you know, get it together and not let this ever happen again. You know what I mean? Have a good day, Q. All right, man. Appreciate the call. Appreciate the passion. No doubt about it. Uh, Again, it's a lot of, you know, there's – Obviously going to be a lot of speculation, but I'm with you. I don't think that uh, there's a, like he said, I don't think there's a racist bone in his body, but it's definitely not a good look. Just simple as that. It's just, it's just not, you know, and, and so there's obviously going to be some kind of uh, conversation about it. And so that's what Mark Davis, who put out the statement, that's exactly what he's going to do. Uh, let's go back out to the Raider Nation listener line and talk to our guy, Raider Mike. What's on your mind this afternoon, my man? Well, I, I was on ESPN Florida when that thing dropped and uh, it just sent me sideways. It was horrifying what he said, but I know he's not a racist. I, I just know deep down. I, uh, it's just very frustrating. The timing is horrifying. Um, it's very sketchy to bring something up from a decade ago on this exact date, right before we play one of the biggest games we've had in 20 years. So I'm going to just leave it there. I need more information before I can echo anything else. Right. Let's get to on Al Davis, who... First Hispanic quarterback, first Hispanic coach, first black coach. Our fan base, we're all mutts. That's how we look at each other. We're all one color, two colors. We're black and silver. Right. No matter what the tone is. Right. And I hope this doesn't affect, like the caller before said, that uh, the kneeling thing in the uh, Redskin game or the football team game, whatever you want to call it, because uh, that just sent us sideways when that happened. It did. Um, and uh, that was kind of a promising season until that happened. So 
I just hope the team has the intestinal fortitude and Gruden comes correct. He better come correct and have a decent explanation, own up to it, to at least get his team on his back. The rest of the country hates us anyway, so we're used to that kind of hate. We're strong. We are, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. We're the strongest fan base in all of sports. So let's stand tall and let's go in and kick the Bears' ass and move on and march towards our fourth Lombardi. I'm out, guys. I'll call you on Monday when I have more info and expand. There you go. Thank, thank you for the call, my man. I'm with you. I mean, again, we are, we're we very limited on what we know. Uh, like I said, Vinny put a little bit of a piece out there, and it wasn't very much. I mean, I could have read the whole thing, and it would have been less than one segment. Uh, Jim Trotter from the NFL tweeted out, as bad as this is, does anyone believe that this is the worst thing said by a coach, team official, or NFL owner? Oh, to be a fly on the wall of the NFL HR department. That's Jim Trotter from the NFL. Uh, let's go back out to the Raider Nation listener line. Talk to our guy, Chris. What's on your mind, my man? Hey, thank you. Um, I don't think that uh... – that Gruden's a racist, but the timing is funny. But for me, I think it's the timing's even more funny because we're missing a bunch of guys on defense this week, and is Justin Fields going to have a field day on our secondary? Is this going to be his homecoming week? But I sure hope not. I think the Raiders, uh, you know, I think that our offense is going to be clicking if we get Waller involved early enough, and I think that we're it's going to be a high-scoring game, but I think we're going to pull away, win this game by 10 points. There you go. There you go. Look like a... Uh... Look like the, the Raiders will be improving to 4-1, and one, in your opinion, right there. I like that. It's good stuff. I do think, I'll say this, I mean, I haven't really got into a lot of details about the game coming on Sunday, and I will do that uh, on Q's kickoff on, on Sunday morning at 10 a.m. right here on Raider Nation Radio 920, leading into the official pregame show from 10 to 11. Uh, I'll be giving you my thoughts on the game, maybe have a couple guests on uh, talking about the game as well. We're going to go one hour long, one hour strong, little pre pregame show so you can look forward to that Sunday morning be the soundtrack to uh, the Raider game on Sunday against the Chicago Bears uh, I think that the Raiders win this game I really I just think they're a better team I mean I, I really I really do um, I don't think that the Bears offense is is good enough to be able to compete and stay up with the the Raiders uh, offense but the Raiders offense for them to click that offensive line is going to have to step up. That offensive line is going to have to play a lot better than you saw, especially in the first half against the Chargers. If if that offensive line is still leaky, then it could be it could be a, a long day for the Silver and Black. So uh, we'll see about that. Uh, hustling back out to the Raider Nation listener line, I do appreciate all the calls that we're getting. Uh, let's talk to our guy Ed. What's on your mind, Ed? Appreciate you. I uh, know it's uh, Sean. How did we go? How did I get Ed from Sean? All right, man, I don't know, but Sean, you up. <laughs> Sean, what's up, man? What's up? Hey, thanks for taking my call. I'm uh, disappointed in Gruden. I just think that this is really an insensitive thing to say or put in an email. Real bad form. Shouldn't be terminal, but, you know, his issue is going to be the locker room. Right. Because, you know, nobody cares what you know until they know how much you care. And you know what? Maybe they thought he cared before. But they're wondering now, do you really care about me? Because that's, that's my worry is the locker room. He's going to have to really show some sincerity and really come through, and, and uh, I don't know how he's going to do it. That's my concern. Thanks, guys. Great show. Thank you so much. Appreciate the call. I still don't know how I got Ed from Sean. You sure you didn't tell me nothing about Ed? Hey, I said, uh, I, no, well, you no. Go, come on, don't you even, did. You no, did. Why you, you, would I try to sabotage you? I don't know, but you just, you hesitated. You So I feel like you did say Ed and you're trying to clean it up now. No, that's because I'm juggling a million different things over here. Sean, Ed, who knows what I said? But okay, I said so there's no, a chance no, that you said no, Ed no, then. No, okay. There a okay, there's a chance. No, because I know what I said. Okay, do you? 
Yes. You just said, who knows what I said? Who knows? I, that was me trying to give, that was like me trying to give you the out. You know, oh, okay. you're old, you're hearing, you know how it is, oh, man. Oh, okay. Old jokes. Got you. I love them. 702-365-9200. How about Aaron? I got Aaron right, right? Welcome to Unnecessary Roughness. How, how you doing, Big Q? Chilling, man. Chilling. How you doing? Hey, man. Uh, first off, I just found this station about three weeks ago. Uh, I live in Las Vegas. I'm from Los Angeles. I'm 47 years old. My dad took me to a Raider game when there was the L.A. Raiders playing the L.A. Rams, the nice. first Rams. Yeah. Uh, I'm a diehard. I got the, the, Raider, the Raider logo tattooed on my forearm. I'm, I'm an L.A. Raider fan. Nice. Now, to the, to the, let's get to the nitty-gritty. First of all, much, much love and respect to Al Davis. He's the man. This, now, this John Gruden thing, I don't know, man. If he's not a racist, that definitely was a racist remark. Right. that he made. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been listening to your callers, and my, most of them sound like, I don't know, but, you know, you know us being people of color, you know, we have that stigmatism about our lips. Right, right, know? right. So for him to say that, that, he might not be a racist, but that definitely was a racist comment. And I don't think uh, Mark Davis should have gave him that 10-year contract. I'm not a big fan of Gruden. I am a fan of the Raiders. He's not bigger than the Raiders. That's all I got. I'm out. Good call. Good call. Thank you. We appreciate you chiming in on the radio station. Glad you found us, you know, and uh, glad that you're right here in town and a big-time Raider fan. And, uh, yeah, man, you're not really a Raider fan until you got the tat, right? <laughs> you really got to get the tat. The Raiders make the playoffs this year, and I'm going to get one. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, I just want to say it. <laughs> just I just want to throw it out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just want to throw it out there. Raider fans, y'all. Raider fans, all right. Hold me to it. I, uh, I got one how, long, how many years ago? It was a long time ago. It was one of my first first tattoos I got. Uh, I got one. It was at uh, it was at my guy in uh, Doug's. It was Doug's tattoo shop in uh, in Oakland. That's right. He hooked me up. So yeah, that's a yeah, man. It's, it's like a sign of the times, brother. If anything, I might just get. I get it's like I'd my, I'd get like a small LVR. Oh, see so now you're trying to do initials. So now you're gonna try to play it off. Oh, that's just Roman numerals. <laughs> you're dumb. <laughs> You ain't, do you have any tattoos? I don't even know. No. And so that's the first one you're going to get is an LVR. LVR. Oh, man. They're going to think that's like Leighton Vander Esch or something, but, but not an uh, E or R. You're silly. Uh, as far as as far as uh, you know, his comments on the, the whole Gruden thing again. Uh, you know, I feel like, and, and we don't we don't know people. You know, we think we know people, but we don't know people. Uh, I just feel like he said something like he said that was something he shouldn't have said you know and and uh you know you're right you're not, you're right when it comes to to people that look like us and, and and you know we've been talked about our lips all the time i embrace my lips i love them but you know i mean it just it kind of is what it is uh so i, I don't know what direction this is going to go and that's why uh, i haven't really deep dove into it because don't know a lot of details and, and i think that mark davis when he said we're reviewing everything that has been given to us uh, all the information we know i think that was the best way to put it because they have a lot more information than we have. So, I mean, this is just going to have to uh, roll out and, and play out how it plays out. And we'll be here. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it. We're not going to shy away from it. But it's not, you know, especially today. Today of all day is like the day that, you know. Celebration just, of life. Yeah, exactly. Hate hate for, you know, this to come rolling out um, this day like that. So, there you go. Uh, 3.37 is the time. We got. Any, do I have anybody else lined up, Damon? Or take a quick break. Oh, no. We got time for one more. One right. more. Who we, we got? Matt in Hoboken. All right, Matt. What's on your mind? What's up, guys? Um, I think I think that uh, the locker room, the guys who spend every day with Gruden, 
I think those guys already know what kind of guy he is, whether they like him or they don't like him. I don't. I don't think this email is going to change their belief on the content of a character of a man that they have spent just about every day with, uh, and some of them multiple years with. So I'm not too worried about the locker room. I think they know they know this guy better than we know this guy, and it's for sure they know he's the real deal and or not the real deal, and they know that by now. I don't think this email is going to have them lose the locker room if they really if they really know who this guy is. Uh, having said that. Um, yeah, it's 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 unfortunate that this came around right now, just because I think we have a chance to do something this season. We need as few distractions as possible. If what came out is all that came out, I think he survives it. Um, I don't think it's a terminal terminal offense. I think he survives it. If but if there's more, then you know we got to look at it. But you know, cancel culture, man. This, this is where we are. You can't. You, you got to be very very careful with what you say and. Uh, Hopefully it doesn't affect our season. I'm thinking more about the season. There you go. Hey, good call. You know, it's funny that you, you mentioned that, that, that cancel culture. That's kind of what I said to DeMond in the commercial break. I said it's it's not even necessarily what was said or, or what is alleged to be said. It's the day and times that we're in. You've got to be very careful. I got buddies that hit me up all the time. It's like, man, you're not scared to talk on the radio? And I said, no, why am I going to be scared? Because you might say something that someone don't like. And I was like, yeah, no, you I mean, that's just, just what it is. Every day to me. <laughs> What do you mean? Yet you still here. What do you mean? <laughs> now someone's going to be like, oh, Q's up there bullying Devon. Oh, see how you do? <laughs> hey, man, it's tough being me. I, hey, look, my homeboy done turned, turned, uh, you you pulled a wrestling move on me, man. You you turned heel on me. I thought we were a tag team. That little did I know you were going for the belt yourself. Just put that steel chair right in your back. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I went to tag you, and you pulled your hand back. Let me, man, you threw me to the vultures. Boy, friends Q's, like Q's, you, Q's, I don't Q's, need no enemies. He was a delight to work with everybody. <laughs> man, you're going to have Natalie call me in the office. Well, Q, uh, we have to investigate what DeMond's talking about. You have been making a lot of short jokes lately. <laughs> Well, you know what they would say. I love short people. I know a lot of short people. <laughs> My wife is short. <laughs> you know, it's like that old typical line, like, what are you talking about? I'm not racist. I got black friends. Yeah. I know Q. Yeah. Devon works here. Yeah. <laughs> But y'all ain't gonna lie, just today I posted a nice little video on my Twitter showing off a little athleticism, you know? And Q like, you can't hoop. And you can't. Is, he ain't never seen me on the court. You, you can't get about on like, the court. You can't like, get on the he's court. He's like, yo, I can size a cat up by the way he walk. I can. And I can tell that you can't hoop. Y'all see this, man? Get him out of Your here. Your muscles will get in the way. Get him out you of here. You got too many muscles to get in the man, way. I was captain of the basketball, my senior, basketball team my senior year of high school. I was the best of the worst. Well, well yeah, because <laughs> your team wasn't good. We were so bad. <laughs> exactly. I didn't say nothing that you didn't already know. Your team was terrible. You were just not as bad. I was out there leading the troops every game. Yeah, you were just not the worst. But you weren't good. I ain't got to be here long to know that you weren't good. I can see a hooper when I see one, and you are not a hooper. You're a weight guy. You like the weights. You better ask somebody, man. You better. You're go to break. the wrestler, man. You better go to break. You man. are not a hooper. You better go to break, man. You better ask somebody, man. I'm asking you. You probably average about two point two points a season. Not a game, a season. Anywho. <laughs> Let's give something away, man. 702-365-9200. How about some Porta Subs? We're going to hook up a, a Porta Subs football tailgate tray. Got a six-foot sub. Plus, we're going to get you hooked up. We're going to get you qualified, get you in to win a new Yeti cooler from Finley Volvo Car, Cars uh, Las Vegas. 
Uh, hit us up right now, man. Call number 9, 702-365-9200. You're going to get hooked up with some Porta Subs, plus in to win a new Yeti cooler from Raider Nation Radio 920. Any Oakland Raider fan, Las Vegas Raider fan, stand up. Keep standing. Keep standing. Anybody, anybody who's a fan of the way I played the game of football, you stand up too. Anybody. Keep standing. Don't sit down. Stand up. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy Q. 346 is the time. Raider Nation Radio 920 on this Friday. Kind of, I don't know, I take a long pause because I'm trying to be very, trying to calculate. Because again, really was trying to spend today celebrating the life and times of Al Davis. I really was. And I hate that it got distracted. I just feel like of all days to get distracted, it'd be today. So I'm just not personally very happy about the situation. Obviously, a lot of people aren't happy about the situation, but it is a situation. I know Vinny Bonsignor ta- actually talked to John Gruden, so he'll talk to he'll talk to you about that coming up after four o'clock. But yeah, man, just kind of you know when you're kind of at, at like at a party or whatever, and then all of a sudden the party gets broken up, and you know you were just just starting to, you know, you're just starting to feel yourself. You're starting to, you know, you're doing doing your thing. And I then, just got here. Right, right. Just heard the one song that I like. Yeah, man. It's like the it's like the DJ was spinning all the hot tracks, and then all of a sudden he threw a little baby on. You know? That mean the party just got started. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, but what really happened is just like, hey man, we we're here trying to have a good time. Just kinda took Yo, the buzz. this is gonna be a nice and yeah, and y'all, and no offense to y'all. I know y- y'all, some of y'all feel really passionate about this. But if you want to just talk about Al Davis, you don't have to talk about the the hot subject of the day. Because, you know, I screen these calls and some people are like, yeah, I got a couple things to say. It's like, I wanted to talk about Al Davis, but now I want, no, no, you don't. <laughs> well, let's take a couple before I uh, exit stage left. 702-365-9200. Let's hear from Ruben in Vegas. What's on your mind, my man? Not much, man. I just want to say uh, it's a celebration of life to Mr. Al Davis, the godfather. I mean, he's one of the reasons I love my Raiders and I'll always be a Raider fan. It's like Marcus Reese said earlier, it's just a lifestyle, man. It's, just, it's a part of you. It's mm-hmm. 24-7, 365 a year. And, and thank goodness for YouTube, man, because I always YouTube old Al Davis you know, videos or, or they do documentaries or ESPN or HBO back in the days you know, about him. And just I just want to talk about Al Davis. I'm not going to talk about all the other stuff. We'll talk about the other stuff next week. There you go. Good call, man. Good call. Appreciate you, Ruben. And yeah, man, it's all it, it is about Al Davis and it is about the the greatness of Al and what he did for football, what he did for the Raiders organization, uh, what he did for a whole fan base, man, and just get, again gave them that lifestyle that they're living. So yeah, I, I'm with you, man, 100. Uh, percent Again, hate that we ended up having to having to go sideways, but uh, Mark Davis did put out a statement. So once Mark Davis put out a statement, it was like, okay, well, it, that's out there. Uh, let's hustle out to the Raider Nation listener line and talk to Raider Eric. What's on your mind this afternoon? Thank you. Uh, first time caller. I've uh, met you over there at the Rockstar Bar, and I listened to Locked On Raiders forever. And uh, I really respect you, and I love your show. Uh, I'm a 52 year old Raider fan, uh, back from the LA Raiders. I just wanted to say about Al Davis, man. Uh, peace and love to him. That cat was not about politics. He was all about being fair. He was all about being equality. Yep. And I'll segue that into saying, uh, Coach Gruden, you were wrong. 
just say that. I'm a Latino. We are all about equality in Raider Nation, and John knows that. He's a good man. I've met him before. He was very kind and very gracious, but he made a mistake. Don't tell me what you were thinking at the time. Admit that you were wrong, and that's it. That's all you got to say. Right. Love, peace and love to the Raider Nation. We're going to beat the Bears. We're going to whip the Bears. Dirk's ready. The defense is ready. And we're going to take it. We're going to go to 4-1. Thank you for the call, my man. I appreciate you. Hopefully we'll see you out at the Rockstar on Saturday because we will be out there, myself, Vinny Bonsignor, and a lot of Raider Nation will be out there. And me. And Damon will be in the building. He's about a Raider Nation as it gets, man. Next time, I want, next week when we roll in here, when we come in studio, Demond is going to be tatted up. Like, he ain't got one tattoo yet. He's going to be sleeved up. He's going to have like portraits on his arms. He's going to have shields. I'm on really him. trying to build up his appearance. You know, <laughs> I want people to. I want for me to show up on Saturday. People, are like, hey, Demond's here. Oh, did, did you hear Demond's here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just, you won't find him on the hoop court. That's where you won't find him at the Rockstar. Yo, man, see me, man. I, yo, up next. Raider Nation listener line. Sanger Raider, what's on your mind, my man? I appreciate you. What's on your mind? Thank you, Edmond. Oh, you guys cracked me up. You're really very entertaining, and you guys uh, carry the show. Thank you. Um, love it. Hey, um, I'm a, I'm a Raider fan. When, back in the day, I used to watch uh, Raiders on black and white TV. Ooh. Saw George Bland that make throw touchdowns and saw him kick extra points. <laughs> That's how far back I go. Right. Um, Al Davis was always there. He was always present. He's a fighter. He, he sticks up for his players, his team, and his ideals. That's why I like him. That's why I watched him over the years and said, you know, that guy, I would like him to be in my corner. You know, and I would back him up any day. So, two, the Raiders. <laughs> nice. Represent Sanger, man. Represent Sanger, that 559, man. I love it. I love it. I spent plenty of time in the 559. Uh, let's go out to Missouri, man. I'm from the Lou, and I'm proud. Ryan, what's on your mind, my man? Did we lose, Ryan? Did you not hit? Ryan, you there? Yeah, I'm there. I'm there you there. go. Demond got you now. Okay. Demond was in his feelings, so he missed you. But uh, what's on your mind today? Uh, shout out to Baba Bowie. Um, <laughs> I was going um, to, to speak on the Gruden issue. I just heard of it when you said something about it, so I, I usually research things, but I maybe shouldn't be speaking about it, but I am. And I've had it up to here with the NFL and ESPN. You know, today is Owl's Day, and for ESPN to do this on Owl's Day, they know what they were doing. And John Gruden is a family member. So if you come after Gruden, you come after me and my family, and I don't take lighting to that. That's not cool. You could do that on a whole nother day and bring that to attention. But they're intentional on what they do. If you've seen Adam Scheffner when they had the, uh, the game on Monday, he kept saying they need Carr to do more. And Susie kept asking him, what do you mean do more? And he, he looked so stupid because you can tell he was just doing his reporter thing to cause controversy between Derek Carr and the Raiders. This is what they do. Now, that doesn't take away from whatever was said. If Demetrius Williams feel offended, he's okay. He's allowed to feel offended, if he is, by what he said. And um, that's on him, and he's he has the right to do that. We are in a different time, like you said. Mm -hmm. Certain things that were said back in the day are not cool now, and Gruden understands that. But to, to pin this on his heart like this man is like that, I think is wrong. Right. Just like, you know, I lift weights, 
people have all the meathead jokes. I'm a jokester. It's if you take it personal or not. Who really cares? You know, there was a guy uh, on ESPN with Chris Berman all the time. The dark-skinned guy would play for the Broncos. Oh, Tom Jackson. Tom Jackson. My my uh, mom's husband, he caught, he caught, he said he got some real soup coolers on him. You know, he's talking about his real dark lips. Yeah. And he used to be tickle pink every time he come on TV. If you said the word soup coolers, he's <laughs> cracking up. Yeah. He, now that was a black person on the black person. We used to say that all the time. We used to say that all the time. All the time, soup coolers and joke. But we're in the Me Too movement. You may comment a female into a nice jeans you got on the day. She may feel offended that you talk about her jeans. What's up? Uh, uh, take it easy. You know, <laughs> how did you get that in those jeans? You know, yeah, yeah. Let's take it easy there. Let's uh, take it easy, yeah, buddy. Take, right. Calm down. We're in the new. We're in the new era, and we have to watch what we say. But we all have, you know, people, drunk uncles in our family that say crazy stuff. But we know their heart is not like that. They're right. our family. Right. We listen to them every day. You know. So, you know, for them, for anyone to think that ESPN doesn't dislike the Raiders or the NFL don't dislike, here's the evidence right here. On Al's day, they come out with this nonsense that I've been out for 11 years. Why are you waiting till now? Do it before the season starts. Right. Good stuff. Good stuff. Sorry, I had to, had to cut that one short. We uh, we got we to gotta yeah, wrap it up. went long enough. <laughs> <laughs> you almost got offended yourself. See, he was talking about you. You got almost got offended. No, it's not. Your no, timer no. ran out. Yeah, we're yeah, we're doing the disservice. Everybody else, well, we, we got yo, one yo. more call. Yeah, we got a couple more. Oh, so I, I didn't just know want, that. I All right, get my these bad. people in. My bad, my bad. All, All right, right. Yeah, I want to get. I want to hear what H and Albuquerque got to All say. All right, well, H, what's on your mind? All right, well, thank you for the time, gentlemen. <laughs> you know, when I think about Davis, I remember back uh, when he first moved the team to LA. I was still back in the Bay then, and all the criticism was that he was greedy. And uh, it was true that he wanted money, but it wasn't to line his pockets. Is he wanted to pay the best players. Al was always fair and wanted to pay players what they're worth. One of his famous quotes is, uh, like you just played it earlier, is you get the best coaches, you get the best players, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. And finally, you know, it took a long time for that negativity to subside because I think the league caught up to what he knew back then is I need – luxury boxes to compete to continue to compete in the future i want to have the best team because it was about building a brand that transcended the league the fire that burns brightest in the raiders is the will to win it was all about winning because he was chasing mortality by building an organization that would be remembered forever thank you al Thank you for the call. Great stuff. Great stuff right there. Definitely appreciate that, man. That was H in Albuquerque. That's my homeboy. Uh, really good call. We got one more. Eddie in L.A. closing out the show for us. Eddie in L.A., man. Hit us with a banger. All right, Q. Now, growing up in the 90s, man, you were you you know, you know, were wearing Raider gear because it was all about gangs and all this kind of stuff back then, right? Yep. But for me, being a, being a, a fan of the Raider Nation, it started back then, me trying to get out of that scene me focusing on the Raiders, started learning everything they used to do by having Hispanic players being the, the, the first team to put a per, uh, first uh, minority head coach and, and things that I can identify with. It, it was one of the reasons why I became a Raider fan. But to me, that was that's what helped me step away and get away from gangs. I was able to get, be a part of something that actually it was, was positive and, and it was filled with love, not with hate. And, and that's, that's one of the reasons I became 
uh, a Raider fan. And when I started learning about Al Davis and what he, and the things he would do and say, and it just it, it just kept reiterating why us Raider fans we're we're different. We 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 take a different way. You know, we're we're the the, the lovable losers, the, the ones that that get kicked by society. That's who we were. That and you know, we're not now. We have a better team now. But that's what, one of the reasons I love. And I still love to be a Raider fan. I teach that to my kids, and as it's going forward, it's because he was exclusive. He he included everybody. I felt a part of something without having to prove an, an allegiance, having to prove something. As soon as you go to the game, it was just love. That's one of the things that I fell in love with, especially going to Oakland. Man, there's that's one of the things you're you're never going to be able to replicate in Vegas. And so I, I love it that they're in Vegas now. But that Oakland thing was just it was just something else, man. And if I can say real quick about John Gruden. I know we're in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a different mindset now, in a different year, Me Too and all that good stuff, but come on, people, look at what he's done. Don't, don't, don't say what he said. Look at what he's done as a, as a person, as a man. I, what he said was wrong, no doubt. But we're, we're in a, that was back that was 11 years ago. That was in an email, a private email to someone. It, and you, uh, anything in an email, it's hard to interpret it, how exactly it's coming out. I'm, it's hard for me to believe that he meant it in that derogatory way. It still doesn't make it right. Right. No doubt. No doubt. Sorry, I got to cut you off, my man. I got about three seconds left in the show. Vinny Bonsignor is coming up next in the huddle from the Treasure Island. We'll see you all at the, at the game on Sunday. This is Raider Nation Radio 920.